You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to Orange County's longest running business talk show. I am your host, Rick Franz, and boy, do we have a good show planned for you. Why do you ask? Because John Larry Cruz is our guest. He's the chief executive officer and co-founder of Carbon Fiber Cabinets. John Larry, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Honored to be on the show. Yeah, let's get right into it. So what was your original inspiration or motivation to start Carbon Fiber Cabinets? Yeah, so essentially, I've always been a car guy. You know, every time I go to a car show, it's 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 always been in the back of my mind. And what really propelled our start to carbon fiber was we did a custom job for um, confidential client, a part of Finish Line Auto Club, and he kind of pretty much said, you know, your product turned out really good. I think you should start something with it. Hmm. Um, and as soon as he told me that everything instantly started clicking and started researching, you know, how do I really turn this into something from just an idea that, you know, a client of ours had. So any pivots to the business since you've launched any, any aha moments that you had any change of direction or realizations that you weren't aware of before you actually launched the company? Yeah. So, I mean, we've, we've had quite a bit of struggles to be completely honest with you. Right. I mean, dealing with carbon fiber, it is, you know, a high end product that is very hard to, to get in everyone's budget. Right. Um, essentially the, the, the main pivot was how do we create a product that is essentially good enough to meet demands and to meet needs without blowing it out of the water. Um, you know, having to outsource stuff, having to do things internally, really kind of, I guess, had us do a lot of R&D work to begin with, right? I mean, it's it's very intricate and it's very tough to do the process, right? Because it's not something simple that you could put together. It takes time. It takes a lot of material um, and a lot of hands work on it too as well. So really for us, the, the biggest pivot was let's find the right thickness. Let's find the right look. Let's find the right type of quality um, in order to make something be something that you know, you can showcase um, really the product in itself kind of speaks for itself, um, especially, you know, all these car guys and car enthusiasts knowing that, you know, carbon fiber is the main essential product of building a high end supercar. We wanted to take that feel into building any architectural pieces or cabinets as well. So is that the tie in with the car enthusiasts is that the base material is revered by them. And so having other products made of that material is attractive to them. Is that what you're saying? Yes. And then not only that, but too, that, you know, it has its own durability and, and withstands, you know, quite a bit of, you know, rough and, and grit to it. Um, if you may say, uh, you know, taking a hammer to it or whatever, it's, it's better than, you know, building something out of wood, right? When you hit it with a hammer, you're going to see a dent in it with this stuff. It's, you know, it's going to withstand it. Um, you know, you can take a razor blade to this stuff and it'll, you know, essentially damage the product, but it will take its first initial coating out, which you could, you know, you could always buff it out, which is good. Um, so it's very easable or easily, I guess, fixable in a sense, um, which is good. 
So, John Larry, on one side, I see this durable product that is really super strong. And but then again, you have to work with it to make the product. Is is that a part of the challenge of working with it? Is its natural properties that endure once you once you've built something with it? Does that yes. make the manufacturing more difficult? Yeah, that's true. And 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 I guess right now, currently, we are running into a few issues of you know it it is very hard to bend in a sense. Um, if you want it to stay in that nature, right? Mm -hmm. Because its properties are, are wanting to be completely straight. Um, but we figured out a few ways already um, to defeat this, you know, hiccup, I guess, in, in our production. But it's it's very brittle too as well. Um, if you bend it to a certain extent, right? It's tensile strength is going to snap. Um, so that's something that we've, you know, figured out way now where we don't have to worry about it anymore <laughs> so okay well let's let's talk about carbon fiber cabinets so what i'm curious about is you know what niche or niches are you seeing as opportunities for you and what's the problem that's being solved by carbon fiber cabinets and and then why are people coming to you if people are starting to come to you now because maybe the word is getting out of what you can do yeah so I, I guess you know problem solving in a sense it's it's not really i guess i would consider a problem solve right it's mostly a a want in a sense um okay. and the aesthetically look and pleasing appearance that it gives um but i guess there is a problem right because if somebody has a plain room or you know a plain man cave or a garage or whatever it may be you know they want it to look appealing right so it, it, it definitely stands out in a sense so that's something that we have come into a lot with our current clients that they always say, Hey, everything, when I walk into a typical building or a restaurant, everything looks the same, right? It's white, black, it's gray, wherever. Um, I want something that pops out and stands out like, Hey, how can I have a story behind it that gives me, uh, I guess a limited product in a sense, as of right now, it's not limited, right? Because, you know, we are doing, you know, multiple clients that are, are buying the same stuff, but, um, it's it's in a sense it's it's its own i guess brand right mm -hmm. um because you don't commonly see it everywhere um so that was going to be my next question which you opened the door for which is <laughs> are you building to a catalog or are you building custom for every client that has a need and that's kind of two, both realms we're actually tackling right now so okay one is going to be a product line, right? We have a specific set size of cabinets or, you know, um, base cabinets or countertops that you would want. Um, you go on the website and that's pretty much it's standard. And there's the other side of the business where we are doing custom, right? So anything outside of the box that you can think of, we are definitely taking it, you know, and putting it into a physical sense. Um, so in a, it, like curved countertops, curved bars, um, carbon fiber wood slats you normally you would see them as like you know wood veneer or plastic laminate so things in that nature where you know we can ultimately change the aesthetic and and the feel of a space in general um so are the so are the clients or the people that are interested in working with you are they all in the car enthusiast field or are there other people that are seeing this product as being attractive for cabinet space that they're building? 
Yeah. Um, mostly a majority of our clients are in the car, you know, mm -hmm. world and car realm. Um, definitely car collectors in a sense, but there is a little bit of a word going out of us going into the, the studio game. Um, we just did a custom project for a buddy of mine that, you know, he had a studio where it was full blown recording um, in a sense. And we did custom wire chases all throughout his whole studio. Um, and in that sense, right, you also need to think of sound waves that come through that. You also need to think of the electricity that comes through all these cabinets and stuff and whatnot, because any little thing could affect the way sound gets produced if anything comes out of these things. Um, so not only that as well, right, the typical clientele and the basic, you know, line that we have is going more towards of, you know, garages, man caves, um, and just kind of whatever your car enthusiast has in mind, I guess. <laughs> so I'm glad to hear that you have a niche because it's really difficult for early stage startups to boil the ocean and get everybody who's a prospect. You know, it's it's easier if you're in a certain niche and it sounds like you are. So how are you approaching that niche, the car enthusiast, the man cave uh, market? Is that through word of mouth or are you targeting specific initiatives or what's that look like? Yeah, we're, we're doing mostly things. Word of mouth is where we started. Um, mm -hmm. Recently, you know, we're going to car shows, you know, all over Orange County, uh, Southern California, in a sense. Um, and then not on, only on top of that, but going to network events as well, right? So recently, you know, I went to a networking event just kind of, you know, to meet new people. And essentially, you know, most CEOs that you go to these things are, wanting to do something different so it kind of has caught their eye um and pretty much we're just going to expand from there so you have a real uh, advantage in some ways because southern california is sort of a car enthusiast heaven isn't it there's quite it a is. number it is especially in, in la as well um you know there's right. there's a lot of people here in, in newport as well that have crazy amounts of cars and you know, a, a, a garage is only the same as four walls, right? I mean, you can change anything in a heartbeat. So you use the word garage. And then in my mind, I see the all man caves. You know, there's a functioning garage where you're working on your cars. And there are very pristine man caves where very nice cars are stored, shown, and housed. It feels like, um, I don't want to say it for you, but... It feels like maybe the, the latter is a little more of a target market than the former. Is that true? Yes, true. Okay. That's true. But it's a durable product that you're building. Yes. Yeah. So so it's, not only is it different looking, it's also very durable. So if it were a working garage, they would get the benefits of that as well. Yes. Right? Correct. Correct. Okay. So is there anything else about the the niche or how you're going after it or any other areas about the company itself that we haven't explored that you would like to share with me, John Larry? Yeah. I mean, not only are, are we doing the network events, right. But, you know, we, I do have a couple of people helping me with getting in contact with architects, interior designers, right. Third-party distributors, because right. With, with going from a product line and doing custom work, um, the, the distribution on that sense is, is very limited. Um, but going into production, we will need, 
you know, distributors to to get this thing out and and for, I guess, show showrooms to to rep our product. Um, mm -hmm. We do already have a couple interior designers who are in the process of repping the carbon fiber cabinets. Um, we're just currently building the space right now, but other than that, um, I think on top of it, our, our goal is to go into the SEO side of things, right? Um, typically you would kind of see, you know, your Amazons or your Wayfarers or, you know, furniture distributors that do that sense of marketing and, and that term of going to a product line that helps 150%, right? So you really do see this product being quote unquote mass produced and then sold through distribution um, down the line as well. And you're looking to engage those channels today. That is that that's correct. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, that's exciting. Uh, yeah. So if anybody's listening to us today that happens to be in that space or know somebody who's in that space, reach out to John Larry, right? You would love to talk to him. I'm sure it's, it's a bit of who do you know, which makes that process a little easier than just cold calling everybody and yeah <laughs> yeah looking for business so that's good i wonder as you look at this space are there other companies that are doing what you're doing with the material that you're doing it or or are you unique and the only one so far that's using carbon fiber yeah we are technically unique in a sense um all the other products that we've researched into before launching carbon fiber they they don't use real carbon fiber in a sense it's more of like a paper or plastic that you know has that same look mm. but when you feel and you touch it and, and you actually cut the product up and test it it's it's not true carbon fiber material so that's definitely what makes us stand out okay so you're the real deal yeah okay so if you want the real deal then, <laughs> then it's in your name carbon fiber <laughs> cabinets are the place to go as you've launched this have you ever felt sort of isolated or alone or like, boy, I wish I had more information to know what to do next. Has that ever happened to you as an early stage entrepreneur? Yeah, de definitely. Uh, I'm sure every CEO or C-level employee could, could vouch with me on that one. But, you know, you, you have a drive and a mental state of, Hey, I'm, I'm on top of the world. Anything is possible, right? There's not going to be any failures or anything like that. But in reality, I mean, you, you got to take your failures as, you know, a learning lesson, right? And that's that's something that I've taken away from a few of my mentors, a few, few of my peers that have started their own companies that have said, you know, really the, the customer is always right, which I do truly believe, but also in a sense, taking the negative hits actually only builds you better as a company because it leads to your execution, right? And execution is a key part of, I guess, starting a business or having a high hundred you know million dollar company or, or whatever it may be but if you can't execute then you really don't have a business in a sense right it's just all hearsay so you're an early stage startup how do you have the capacity to do this work uh capacity is is pure discipline right i mean i'm i'm doing this not only as a you know hobby but you know as a, as a secondary job right um, and having a family and all, right. It's, it's, it's structured every day. Right. I mean, you wake up, you, you know, you get your routine going, you do your daily job. And then this is really after family time's over and until the wee hours of the morning, I mean, this is my main soul of focus. Um, you know, whether it be marketing, whether it be, you know, 
emailing cold calling at night or or just kind of researching how we can make our product better how we can get it cheaper easily accessible um all of that nature yeah because you learn by doing right and uh and that's what i've learned from other guests here on the radio show and my personal experience is it's important to have a plan as an entrepreneur you shouldn't just go off without a plan yeah. but until you get in the game you don't really know if the plan is valid or what you it's sort of like since it's football season it's sort of <laughs> like the first half and the second half of a professional football game everybody's got a plan in the first half but they use halftime to make adjustments to what the other team is doing or what they thought they could do that's not working and that's yeah. that's a lot of what you're doing as an entrepreneur is you're iterating isn't it your business yeah no i agree and everything's you know your plans never actually follow the same path right i mean you definitely get sidetracked every once in a while you know you you, you tend to think outside the box and you know it turns into a failure or, or whatnot but i mean you essentially learn from it right everything gets better day by day so right I wonder if there's been a piece of business advice that you've been given that you find particularly valuable as you're scaling carbon fiber cabinets. And if there is something, if you could share it with the audience, I would appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, really, somebody has told me nothing's ever going to be perfect. Um, and to make sure that, you know, you deliver. Um, that came from, you know, a college buddy of mine who, who started a big, big company and uh it's it, it's true i mean nothing that you deliver is is perfect to start with right everything has a sense of improvement i mean if you look at amazon google right i mean amazon started as a as a book company and now look where where they are now right so essentially carbon fiber i'm saying yeah we're, we're doing cabinets and we're going to do a product line but who knows maybe 10 years down the road right i mean we could be building anything else except for cabinets and, and mm -hmm. architectural finishes but still using the same product right so that's interesting so you see your value around the material then and the first application is in this car enthusiast space building yes. these cabinets but you're really looking sounds like you said to me you're looking for application so that let me just ask you the question then what's tomorrow hold for you your your company says carbon fiber cabinets but what what is your vision you and the other founders of your company, where do you see the potential for the company? And what's the future look like? Um, I mean, potential could be huge, right? I mean, the few meetings that I've had, right? I mean, obviously, we're going to start with the basics, right? The cabinets itself and, and the production line. But in a sense, I think we're going to expand into other natures of different industries, but essentially using the product. Um, but if I foresee tomorrow, you know, we're, we're, we're just focusing on our bread and butter, right? The cabinets, the architectural finishes, but yeah, I, I think my long-term goal would be to tackle, I guess, the furniture game in a sense. Mm -hmm. Furniture as far as what? As far as, you know, tables, chairs, mm -hmm. side tables, you know, you really? know, maybe, maybe bed frames, who, who knows, right? And who knows where life is going to take this, but it's it's been definitely brought up in conversations that I've had with other individuals and they've always said, you know, you're building cabinets and building architectural finishes. There's only one little step that you can do to turn it into a furniture thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's always been in the back of my mind. I just haven't explored it, but 
I think I will, you know, somewhere down the road. That's like an adjacent market then to what your core competency could be. I'm wondering, as you're talking, John Larry, do the producers of the carbon fiber see you as an opportunity to expand their markets as well? Because you're taking this product in areas maybe where traditionally others have not. Yeah, we, we've actually had that conversation previously. Um, right now, you know, our, our suppliers have only, I guess, created a few, you know, specific colors in a sense. But when it comes to this stuff, we've talked about, hey, can we make this thing yellow? Can we make it orange? Right. Um, it, it, there's definitely a broad, I guess, expansion for this product. And I think we're on the right track to, to getting it to where it needs to be. Yeah, I would think as a manufacturer, you would be interesting to them because you're not the same old, same old. You're trying to <laughs> make new markets happen, and that's good for them, new uses yeah. for their technology. If someone would like to learn more about either you directly or the company, where do you say they go? Yeah, so you guys could either, you know, we have a LinkedIn, we have an Instagram, um, we have a website as well. Go to www.carbonfibercabinets.com. Um, there should be an info page down at the bottom, any inquiries, you know, that, that you may have any questions, concerns, um, it, it'll link directly to either my email or, you know, to our, uh, just email blast that goes into our information. Um, and we should be able to review it, you know, as, as soon as it hits the, the inbox. Well, I've, uh, I've enjoyed having you on the show to learn about a nascent company that's doing something different with a very <clears throat> well-respected technology. So thanks for being a guest on the program today, John. Lennon. Yeah, I appreciate you. Thanks for having me and uh, have a great rest of your day. And I'd like to thank the audience. You've been a part of Orange County's longest running business talk show. John Larry's show is now joining our catalog of over 1,400 interviews that we've done over the years. If you happen to be an Orange County entrepreneur and you have a story that you would like to share with our audience, then reach out to me. I'm Rick, R-I-C, Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I on LinkedIn. That happens to also be our company's website, rickfranzi.com. And if you're interested in being a guest between Haley, our producer, and myself, we can talk with you. And if everything's right, we'll get you on a future episode of Critical Mass Business Talk Show. And until the next time we have a chance to be together, I hope that all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction.